Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's 105 in Edmonton, hour number two of a three-hour show today. The Oilers in action, game five against the Los Angeles Kings. In this hour at uh, 124, we're going to go to Oilers game day trivia, which is presented by Pro-Am Sports. Right now, though, we're going to open up the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino excitement better and you can text us on the ashley fine floors text line 780-496-0063 get the new floors you've always wanted with ashley fine floors 143rd street 111th avenue uh into the oilers now injury report for james h brown injury lawyers again phone lines are open 780-496-0063 the Oilers now injury report for james h brown when accidents happen go to jameshbrown.com it's this simple they get you the best results they got the most experience 200 plus years matthias yanmark out for edmonton blake lazotte out for la looks like edler might be coming out of the lineup for the la kings um Sean Walker would draw in for the first time. And then again, it will be Stuart Skinner going against Jonas Corposalo. We'll have a little bit more extended uh, look at the lineup a little bit later on in today's show. Guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village Edmonton's favorite Tepon Nyaki Steak Restaurant. Come in and check out their new location, 3975 Calgary Trail. I want to get to a couple texts and then to the calls. Uh, John says, Bob, Frank is your, referring to Frank Cervalli, he is your best free agent signing. Always an awesome guest, super engaged, and doesn't half-ass it. Unlike some other guests, that one comes to us from John. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0068. Frank is 100% right. The Leafs were getting hosed, and again, I dislike the Leafs. The Oilers are getting hosed the worst. I still think it's an American thing, and the NHL is just silly. We know the NHL desperately wants to grow the sport, and where? The uh, The U.S. of A. is where all the money is. Well, actually, in fairness, there's three Canadian markets that are significant revenue contributors. Basically, the top eight or nine teams contribute to revenue sharing. Montreal, Toronto, and Edmonton are uh, contributors to revenue sharing. Uh, Frank is right about almost everything he said, with the exception of Bunting and Makar comparison. Bunting uh, targeted the head. Whereas uh, McCarr finished a check, it may be way too late. It was dirty in every uh, every other way uh, because there was no puck. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Missing Jacks calls on TV and you on the intermissions. Go Oilers. That one comes to us from Hamwell. We're still on the radio. You can you can access this via radio as well, and uh, Herner Ryan and Louis uh, and Scott Oak will have the game on TV tonight for you, and I uh, will be joining uh, Jack and uh, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Brennan S. Scott Camoon with the Oilers Radio Network. We're going to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at one oh nine. 
Let's drop the puck with Hazen on line number one. Hello, Hazen. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. What do you got for us? Good. Uh, although I'm very excited for the game tonight, I just want to take the attention off the ice for a moment here um, and send some positive thoughts to a young Oilers fan. Cecily, I believe, is how you pronounce her name. Although I don't know Cecily personally, I know um, as well as many Oilers fans have seen um, her, you know, her relationship with Evander Kane and, and her battle through uh, cancer. Um, there was some stuff online that was put out, and I'm not going to get into the context, as I'm sure all of us have phones and can read it for themselves, but uh, Cecily was um, a victim of some uh, very disturbing and um, quite frankly disgusting actions from a, from an L.A. Kings fan when she attended the game in L.A. Uh, basically, I just wanted to call to send her my positive thoughts as one of many uh, Oilers fans who got her back. Um, I know she's got a great bodyguard and friend in Evander Kane. Um, I learned a bit more of their relationship on the piece that Sportsnet put out uh, about Evander Kane prior to last game. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to call to uh, send her some positive thoughts. We got your back, Cecily, and uh, hopefully uh, the Oilers and Evander Kane can uh, bring us home a win tonight. All right. Thanks for the call. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, uh, it's disappointing. Um, yeah. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, and uh, you can keep Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Jerry out of Woodbridge, Ontario, on line two. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Not bad. How are you doing, Bob? Good. Uh, I just want to say, like, the, the one thing I hear a lot on, on your show and Reed Wilkins is that nurse has to be bought out. Nurse has to be bought out. And I think it's like the constant. Who's ever? Sorry, know. I've never said nurse needs to be bought out. No, 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 not you. I'm talking about fans in general. Can I? Can I? Can I be honest with you, Jerry? It's a very small percentage, a vocal minority. That first, I, I don't even like. This guy's in the starting point. I, I know where you're going to go. You're going to defend uh, Darnell Nurse here. There are not a lot of, like, I, I would suggest to you that it's a relatively small percentage of the fans that are super hard on Darnell Nurse. And Darnell would probably tell you that on, on Sunday he might like to have a player or two back, though it should be stated that that Vincent D'Arnais had a rough night too, and they were paired together a bit for a couple of those challenging goals against. But go, go ahead. Keep going, Jerry. Cut you off there. No, 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 that's fine. It's just that he plays the hardest players every night. And I I play ball hockey for like the last 10 years. I play defense. And I sucked at the beginning. My early career, I sucked, okay? And the thing with, like, I'm going to transition to Bouchard. The best thing that ever happened to him was playing with Ekholm. Because as a defenseman, it's the hardest position. Because you're in a position of vulnerability. Like, you either get exposed or you don't. Like, you're either good one night or you're very up and down. And I think that having Ekholm beside him has really leveled his game and provide that experience and just give some calmness in the back for him. And it's allowed him to open up his game because he can kind of be a little bit more dangerous and Ekholm can stand back and he gives him that, that security, you know what I mean? So I think that's helped a lot for him. But as for Daniel Nurse, I think he's going to have a great game tonight. I think he's going to rebound just fine. And maybe he's holding the, t- the the stick a little bit too tight, but I think this guy he's he's a top four defenseman in my mind, and he'll come out strong. And the last thing I wanted to say is Edmontonians are amazing. Coming from Toronto, born in Toronto, I've been from I was in Vegas for McDavid's twentieth birthday, okay, and I saw Edmontonians go wild after we won that game three two, and they scored the game winner. 
and they were loud in Vegas. And I have to say, they're the nicest people. I've seen them in Cancun to Cuba, always respectful. I've met some here, always nice. I got to say, they're the nicest people, respectful, and, and I love the, what you guys do for the community in Edmonton. So you All guys right. are amazing and loud. All right, thanks a lot. Well, the, the Oilers fans are allowed to get a little frustrated with the call in overtime. Uh, that was a rare show of uh, immense uh, disappointment uh, on a very debatable call. But generally speaking, I think that the, the I mean, the fans, I'll never forget, Greg Sherman was the GM of the Colorado Avalanche. They were going through a tough season. They had like nine or 10,000 fans at games. And w- the Oilers had committed to the rebuild by this point. This would have been like 9, 10, 10, 11. He's like, look at this place. It's full. I mean, we all know the Oilers have awesome fans. That's an absolute given. Let's go to Chris on line number three. Chris, you're in Oilers now. How are you doing? Uh, doing well today, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, well, you know, just a couple of things I wanted to talk about. First off, uh, game four on Sunday. You know what? That was as much of a definition of a gut check it was for the Oilers in the response that they managed to do in the way they came back yeah. after just the uh, that third period. And, you know, it, it's, it's surprising when, uh, you know, we kind of come to accept at times, you know, or we should have come to expect how this season was in total, not just for the others, but for the whole oh. league. When you look at it, it's like, you know, it, it should be the oh. definition of no lead is safe right now. Like, especially in a team like the Kings, who are usually a better defensive team, and they let a 3 nothing lead slip. It almost kind of makes me feel a little bit better. Well, it's funny, it's funny you mention that, because when the team was 21-18-3, I had a couple ink-stained wretches. Uh, oh, you know, you work for club. Of course you're going to say they're going to have a strong second. And I'm like, look at the schedule. It, they got an easier schedule in the second half. They're getting healthier. And as teams unload players, the schedule's going to get even easier because those teams bail. And the Oilers have been a strong second-half team. And just like they've been a strong, I mean, Jack put the tweet out during the game that Edmonton rallied from 3 nothing down against the New York Rangers when the team was in a little bit of peril. The Oilers have shown some resiliency. No one thought this. No one that actually paid attention to how good LA is thought the series was going to be over in four or five games. You knew it was inevitable. It was head to six or seven games. The teams were barely five points apart in the regular season, and you nailed it today. It's not a three-two league anymore. Teams can come back. We've seen that the last two nights. No, it's uh, and you know what? Even just the the lack of home ice. You know, we had until Seattle beat Colorado last night. It was what eleven straight wins yes. on the road, which was um, an NHL record they set. Which is, yep. you know, what? it proves that you know what you can't take any team lightly anymore. And you know, what? it's going to be fascinating to see what happens uh, coming down the stretch. And one more thing, just to say, uh, I thought you know what. Full marks to Campbell, who came in in a tough spot in uh, Game Four when you when the team's down. But the, but I think the right decision was made, and you even said it when at the end with Jack on the broadcast about uh, putting Skinner back in. And I think that's the right decision too, because you know what, most of the, those goals that he was scored on, like you can look at him, and there was like more on the defensive coverage more so, and you know even the guys by himself. And I think. I expect a good bounce back from Skinner tonight. All right. Well, uh, hopefully, I think for Oilers fans, uh, they feel that way as well. Thanks, Chris. 780-496-0063. Let's go to Joe on line number four. Hello, Joe. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. I realize this is 
just a huge day in Oilers history, but I got something to talk about that only you and I are probably interested in. That is, there was a guy playing for New Brunswick against the Bears and the Nationals that played 45 games in the East Coast League this year. It was just, this is on Hockey DB. Yeah. Well, if he's if he was twenty, so he played twelve for New Brunswick. He played forty five in the East Coast League, and somehow he's he shouldn't be. Able if to he move. is a twenty year old, he in theory could spend the first half of the year in the ECHL and then go uh, play for New Brunswick. I, to be honest with you, I haven't been focused on that a lot. I oh, pre- no, I know. But, hey, you're the expert, the, the bear expert in town, right? And there's been... Uh, well, there might be deal. some... There's a guy named Steve Knowles that's probably more of an expert than I am on this. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I watched I watched that game, and, and New Brunswick was just better. Alberta suffered a couple of injuries. They were playing three games in three days. UNB had a day in between their two games. Um, I was unaware that they'd had a player. You said forty-five games this season in forty-five games. Uh, yes, uh, indeed. Seems like a little, but it, so if it's, I think if it's a twenty-year-old, I don't think it's a uh, issue. If it's a twenty, like a guy that's just finished his twenty-year-old year, they used to be able to play half the season on the coast and then go to university. So I'd have to look it up. And uh, sorry, but. My focus is a little bit on something. And you and everybody else listening. Last thing, what did Clem do to get sat down for that big chunk? Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 to be honest with you, I, I, I just think they didn't think he wasn't going. I, 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 I wonder a bit if they're. I wonder if they worry. And again, I, geez, you know, I didn't like the dry sidle penalty. I didn't really like mm-hmm. the Deharnay penalty in Game 3, and to be honest with you, I thought the Costin penalty was pretty iffy too, especially when you factor in that later on, Connor McDavid got kneed. He got two-handed by Deneau and knocked to the ice right in front of both benches, and then he had a player sit on top of him as well, and they didn't call it. That's the mm-hmm. sort of stuff where people go, well, what, what, what is the standard here? I, I mean, it is interesting that we didn't see a lot of Costin and Deharnay, and the Oilers were only uh, at two penalties during the game. So take it well, for what that was. He got sat down in the next game. That was the third game he took the penalty, right? Game three, yeah, and he yeah, and he didn't play much three. in game four yesterday. Yeah. Hey, Joe, I got to get going here. I got to get Woody. In. Thanks for the call, Joe. Okay. Here we go, Oilers. All right, we go to Woody on line five. Woody, you're on Oilers now. How you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you? Hey, Bob, just a couple quick points. Uh, one, I'd flip Yamamoto and Ryan. I think Ryan has been going in Yamamoto for some reason. It just seems a bit off. Two, I think this is a bit of a coming out party for Bouchard. I still pucker when he's in our zone. <laughs> Three, Darnell Nurse. I'm going to use a, a little bit of analogy with him. To me, he's like a goalie. You know, he'll make three great saves, but he gives that one bad goal up every game. And to me, Darnell Nurse is that defenseman. He'll make three great plays. You go, wow, what a great player. And then he'll make one play that you just go, like, this has been eight years going on. What's going on? Why can't he figure this out? I think that's the frustration with the fan base with Nurse. And I don't think it's fair to compare DeHarnay and Nurse, saying they both had tough games. DeHarnay did, but we don't have the same expectations out of him as we do Darnell. And that's why I like the 11 and seven that's it bob thanks all right well you got a lot in there so much appreciated uh final uh call in this rack of calls and again you can keep texting us on the ashley fine floors text line we're gonna go to fred on line number six hi fred how you doing Great, Bob. You never give up hope on the Oilers. If you're a diehard, never jump off the bandwagon. Anyway, good wake-up call. It reminded me of the 6-3 game back in January. 
the boys woke up. They came out in the third. And you know what? I think they found a weakness on Corpusello. Goal high on Corpusello. Uh, the Hyman goal, the Kane goal, weren't they all over the shoulder? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, don't go low. He's great low, but up high for some reason. He's been letting in a lot of these. They got five on him. That's the stat that mattered the most. You get five, you should win the game. They won the game. Uh, He's Look, he's been good. He's got a goals against average coming in at tonight's game at three. He's got a 918 save percentage. He hasn't been L.A.'s, um, you know. The Kings are a good team. It's going to be a tough game, no question. It will be a tough game, but, hey, go or let's go, Bob. Take care. All right. Thanks, Fred. Uh, Kamek, um, uh, we're going to go to Kamek here via text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, He says at 121 in Edmonton, I think you nailed it there. We've all been thinking that the referee has been too inconsistent. You heard Frank Cervelli saying that he doesn't think the NHL officiating's ever been worse. I was a little surprised by that. Uh, what is the standard? This is playoff hockey. It's tougher. It's harder. It's faster. But we're seeing the officiating changing literally between periods, let alone games. Connor said in an interview the standards need to be clear. So what are the standards? Others have had... Um, a major call against uh, Vinny get turned down to a minor. It happened to McCarr penalty last night. I just hope the league can figure out how to set a standard and stick to it. Um, that one comes to us from Kamek. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063 and FID Texas to say Yamamoto has been pushed and shoved around for the first four games with minimal impact. Swap him out with Holloway and see where it goes. I like Dylan Holloway. I got a lot of time for Dylan Holloway. And Yamamoto's got to find a way to uh, to make a mark in this series. 122, when we come back, as promised, for our friends at ProAmSports.ca. Oilers game day trivia. This is Oilers Now. Um, with what happened in L.A. And let's just say, as an observer of things that occurred in the building through the two games, um... I'm not really surprised. The Kings do a lot of things really well. They've got an excellent development model. They've got a good GM. They're well coached. They've got terrific players. Unfortunately, uh, there's a few idiots out there that go in the buildings, and this happens, and it happens in a lot of different rinks. So, um, And I witnessed some of that over the course of the last uh, couple uh, road games. It, ha- you know, it happens, it's un- and it's reprehensible that it happens to a child. We are going to go at this time uh, to Oilers Game Day Trivia for Pro-Am Sports. Fan cave and fan gear specialists for all budgets in Edmonton or St. Albert and on proamsports.ca. Up for grabs a $50 GC from uh, Pro-Am Sports as well as bragging rights. We're going to go back to Game 5 2006 against the Detroit Red Wings. We had a hell of a wrap-up party the night before, too, at Overtime Broiler and Taproom after the uh, Golden Bears won the national championship that year. Uh, I remember, because that's where I watched uh, Game 5. It was in Detroit. Uh, it's a two-parter. You have to name two different players in Texas correctly on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Name the uh, player who was in on all three Oilers goals. He had three assists in that game. That's part one. And part two, name a player who scored one goal and blocked a uh, shot at the end of the game off his head. So two separate players. One, uh, (laughs) 
this guy was really good. He had three assists, and two, this guy was pretty good. Uh, he's currently working as a senior executive uh, for another NHL organization. Uh, he had a goal that blocked a shot off the melon at the end of the game. You got a Texas correct answers for a $50 GC for ProAmSports.ca. We'll go off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn when we return on Oilers Now.